You guys ready to do this? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, fans around the world. We welcome you to this historic event. Historic because we've seen boys become men, men become leaders, and leaders become legends. Timothy, how are you? Uh, g'day, Chris. I'm good. How are you doing, mate? Doing good. It's been a couple of weeks in between sessions. It's always sessions. too long. Always too long between sessions. Uh, but always good to be here, of course. Yeah. No, it's good to have you here. Um, what have Thank you been you. up to? I know you just you were just in Sydney, I believe, for a little, I uh, was. little shoot of some yeah, sort. I was in Sydney for a shoot for, um, for work, for Foxtel, um, for our cricket launch, which no, will be a... Uh, no free ads. Well, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that will be on air in sort of mid-September. So look out for that one. It was um, a lot of uh, Australia's biggest names in cricket: Pat Cummins and okay. Mitch Stark, Josh Hazelwood, uh, and Adam Gilchrist. Jesus Christ! Thank God I'm wearing shoes. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just watch all those. Watch names. all those names. Um, and actually, I was repping the Water Cooler Weekly, the white baggy, the white baggy, of course. Um, and Gilly asked me about it. He said, oh, Water Cooler Weekly, what's that?" I said, oh, it's just the hottest podcast in town, my friend. And he's like, oh, okay. And I said, he goes, what What happens? I, oh, I said, oh, it's just me and a mate. We uh, we just talk sport, just, you know, just riff about sport. He goes, oh, so it's every week, is it? I go, no, every month. <laughs> and he's probably thinking, what is this fucking idiot talking yeah. about? Um, he doesn't realise that Water Cooler Weekly is a media brand. Yeah, exactly. It's a, well, it's a phenomenon. It, it it's really a, is. It's a way of life, if anything. Uh, and I, I was like, I was going to say, oh, well, no, the refill. And then I thought, he does not give a shit. No, there's, um, only, there's only like a small amount of time yeah. when you're speaking to yeah. people like that where they, yeah. you lose them. And I lost him when I said that the weekly <laughs> was on every month. <laughs> so and he's probably thinking, oh, we're working with this bloke. Oh, it's going to be a long day. Sweet as. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, yeah. knowing that. The words "water cooler weekly" came out of his mouth. Give yep. me a genuine stiffy. <laughs> um, yeah, the great man, the great man. Yeah, so, I mean, there's that. You know, I tell you what, I've had enough cricket. I've had enough cricket stars on the yep. podcast. To exactly, you are. Yeah, you I might are have to brand. reach. I might you have to brand. reach out to him. Um, uh, yeah, look, absolutely. I'd um, I'd help you out with that, but I, he's blocked all my calls. Yeah, no, that's completely fine. Um, oh, you are wearing a very interesting little get-up. Yes, this Ex- is... Um, explain for the... I suppose off the back of your ICC World 11 top last time, this has become the sort of wardrobe reveal segment. Um, I do think that moving forward, we can probably have like a little like little Milan runway battle off. <laughs> I can't turn left, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> no U-turns. <laughs> no U-turns. Uh, yeah, look, it's a little thing I got made up. Uh, I've got a, it's an old sort of varsity jacket, and um, I look, I am a company man, of course, no doubt, but it had a Fox Footy logo on it, and it's a bit, you know, a bit nuffy areas to be it wearing. Is. So I've um, replaced it with a your own saying, my own nuffy saying, which is shop early, <laughs> and it's got a little picture. I can we can maybe post a photo or something, Absolutely. but um, it's got a little picture of Charlie Sutton. Um, he was a captain coach of the Bulldogs' first ever premiership back in 1954, and he's he had a, a famous saying, um, 
shop early and avoid the rush. Mm, get around him. Um, which I always, when I heard, I loved. And he actually got that from Checker Hughes, who was a... Um, who legend, I have no idea. He was a legendary is. Richmond and Melbourne coach. And Charlie Sutton heard him say it when he was playing for the Big V. So um, so he stole it. So he stole it, and then I stole it from Charlie. Um, and it sort of, you know... And it copyrighted of, it. Exactly, and turned it into a logo. Um, but it means, you know, get the jump start on the opposition... Mm. Uh, fairly, fairly obvious, and I, I sort of was born. I don't like mentioning this because I know you'll you'll enjoy it. But um, everyone's it was, wondering too. Well, no one, no one cares. But um, it was born from the Collingwood's 2018 finals campaign where we felt agonising short. But every time we just started like a house on fire, the Richmond prelim, mm. we'd always shop early, and then so from there it just sort of became something I just I grabbed. And um, are you a superstitious man? No, nah, I'm not. But I, I, I just, I just enjoyed. I just enjoy saying it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like that's, that. a, that's a backstory. Yeah, a back I like story. that. Can I just give you a completely random backstory about my OCD? Yeah, sure. So, uh, it's well known that I'm a very big uh, hockey fan, maybe one of the only hockey fans. Um, in Australia? Yeah, sure. Or Melbourne, were you going to say? Yeah, in Melbourne. <laughs> okay, Australia, sure. Melbourne, whatever. Yep. Potato, yep. potato. Yeah. Uh, the first time I went to Calgary, which is the home of my um, beloved Flames. And home of the Stampede. Obviously. Home of the Stampede, which you've been to. Yes, yeah, indeed. And home of Cowboys, a very fun mm, establishment. Yeah, which I've also been yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> it's Norse. Uh, the first time I went there, uh, I was a fresh, fresh 20-year-old. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I went to my first game, first ever NHL game. They won 3-0. And so I am that much of an OCD freak. I did the exact same thing every game I went to, regardless of the result. And what was it? So I went and got a shawarma, which is another word for kebab. Okay, sure. For breakfast. Nice. I then went back to my hotel, had a nap. Yep. Then went back, got another shawarma. Jesus. Went back, got changed, went in about... Two hours early because when you get early, you get to see like the little the, the shoot around before yep, it. Yep. And so I generally arrived like about forty five minutes early. I did that every game day, and I eventually lived in Calgary and I went to about twenty games. So you did that for tw- you did that twenty. If times. I was going to, the, I, I would go back, and they they knew me towards the end. Yeah. Like I literally went back, and they'd be like the chicken. Yep. Yeah. You know. You know it. So, so t- what, two what, kebabs a day. In the. Am I right in assuming that they won every time you did it? They lost no? more than they won. So why did it become a superstition? Then? Because I like shawarmas. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> and look at me. Doesn't it show? <laughs> so there you go. You put in the work, you get the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a look into the uh, to my mind. Yes. Well, I mean, look, you know, it's, it's better things to have... Um, no, sorry. I should say there's worse things you could be... Doing as a superstition. Yeah, and there's worse things you could be putting in your mouth. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Vegetables. Yes. We- cabbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Get that cabbage and I take the the lettuce shortage is over, by the way. Yeah, I know. We're back. Yeah. Like you actually were you over exaggerate. You said six weeks. I reckon two weeks after you said six weeks it was back. Look, um I just go off information here. Um No, I, it wasn't a it wasn't a criticism of you. It was like <laughs> you were in the right it's like, you know, you got on the right train, you were just in the mm. wrong carriage. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, so. Anyway, welcome back, Lettuce. Welcome back, Lettuce, and um, welcome back to us. A lot to get through, obviously. We do. This is jam-packed. This is a jam-packed episode, so um, we will dive straight into the headlines. 
10's Late Night News with Sandra Sun. We begin with the signing of... Keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the Late Night News with Sandra Sully. Weeknights on 10. Oh, Sandra. Sandra just has a voice. The voice never ages. It's almost like it sounds the exact same every single time. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a good 30 plus years on telly too, I reckon. And just a stellar career. Unbelievable. One of the best of the careers. Do you want to take it away? Yeah, I do. So uh, North Melbourne uh, and former head coach David Noble part ways after 38 games behind the bench at Arden Street. Um, no longer in the portables. Um, Probably not a surprise. No, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit on podcasts, on these podcasts before, just mm. about how we, you know, it was, it was dead man walking, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it's interesting which way they'll go because, you know, there's a bit of talk about Clarkson. Well, did you see um, what happened? Do you see the article or the news today about Ricky Ponting? No. So I probably should have sent this to you beforehand, but uh, I was just watching the news uh, before I came here because obviously I'm well-informed. So the like, early news, not the late news. Yeah, early news, not the late news. I like to say well-informed. Yep. Um, Ricky Ponting is uh, having a sit-down with Alistair Clarkson. Now, you obviously know who Ricky Ponting goes for. It's very well documented. He is a shin boner. Yeah. Um, he's great mates with Glenn Archer and Anthony Stevens, who mm. are on the North Melbourne board. There isn't a single person in Australia who can say no to Ricky Ponting. That is true. So it's um, confirmed. Okay. Well, we don't need to... We don't need to talk about what... Like, the, how, do you, how do you say no to Ricky Ponting? You don't. Yeah. Uh, and look, you know... They were super competitive against Collingwood in their last game, and then you know that sort of the fruits of that showed the week after under um, old Chicken Wing um, Lee Adams, Patch Adams, Patchy. Um, but then it's turned to shit. So. It turned real. It was just one. It was just the one bounce. It one was bounce a, back. Yeah, it really bounced funny. Yeah. yeah. So I look, you know, clearly he wasn't. The right man for that role yeah. at that time. Maybe um, if they were a bit more advanced and more senior players, he might have been. But yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't want to pile on. No, I don't want to pile on no. David. Like the 38 games, five wins. That's not great. Um, no, no. Um, North Melbourne's list isn't amazing, but it's not as bad as the results he got. Um, probably not. Ironically, he'd be fantastic at North as their head of football, like he was at mm. Adelaide and Brisbane. Yeah, ironically, I mean that's probably the role they should have gone after him for. Um, but yeah, it's really like, and I, I'm not, I'm not calling him like a. This is going to be a weird analogy, but it's just come to my head. It's, it's like hiring a, it's like hiring a head chef to work at Subway. You know what? It's he, probably the other way around, isn't it? No, it's like hiring a Subway chef to work at a Michelin five star. No, because I, I think for the right list. Yeah, okay. he probably would have been a good coach. He's probably a good assistant coach. I'm sure, he's a good football man. Um, great football man. Great football man. He just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, exactly. This and and, and a, that happens. It happens in all. Mm, um, nothing against workplaces and you know, walks of life. People are the wrong fit for the wrong companies, and it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he'll land on his feet and get an assistant job somewhere. I reckon, or, yeah, I think you'll, you'll pop up as a head of football or something mm. in that sort of footy operations role for sure. Yeah, good luck to him and good luck to Lee Adams. I would like to see Lee Adams do do well. I mean, we we do see 
these coaches come in every now and then, like a Jade Rawlings. Yep. Not going to coach an AFL team again. I think it's pretty safe to say. Yep. You, if someone's going to coach it, Lee Adams may because he's super young into his mm, coaching career, and this is yeah. a great little. And and it's not like if he doesn't get the role, he's out. Like he'll yeah. stay and he'll be a good assistant. So mm. good experience for him. Yeah, no, I, I think where I was going with that was more so like you never know. Like he could have a horrible six weeks here, and he's just a career assistant coach, which is you know, yeah, I nothing be, wrong. I, but I don't think anyone would be um, hanging him on what happens in the next yeah part of this season. Yep. No, well said. Good luck to him. Uh, next headline, Cam Smith becomes the latest Australian golfer to win a major, winning the 150th Open Championship at the Old Course St Andrews. Well, uh, it was never in doubt. It was a stone-cold moral. <laughs> and I have to ask you, when he made that up and down at 17, I know you would have been at home watching, you're a true patriot. Uh, I you, was, I what was were you thinking? jumping up and down on my couch, Tom Cruise on Oprah Winfrey style. I hate um, Tom Cruise. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh god, I've opened a can of worms. <laughs> unfortunately, I was asleep. But um, do you hate Australia? Yes or no? Simple yes or no? No ifs, buts, maybes, or absolutes. No. And in a future headline coming up soon, I was awake for all of this. So that's just keep. That's just interesting. Just keep your powder dry there. Okay. All right. But. Yeah, look, to be honest, St. Andrew's home of golf. Yeah. I'm a big golf nuffy. Massive. Um, 150th uh, at St. Andrew's. I, th- I love the Open Championship because of the time it's on. It's a real pig and shit kind of week for me. Yeah. And I, I treat- it starts a little bit earlier, doesn't it? Yeah. Like in terms of our time. So it starts about 3 p.m. Yeah, and yeah. finishes about 3 a.m. Yeah, that's much better than what it- It's grouse, yeah. So I basically hardly – I've hardly moved – for the last few weeks. Yes. Since you've... Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> just just an endless sea of kebabs and... Well, what are they calling it? Shawarmas. Shawarmas. Which is... I don't know if I prefer shawarma or kebab. Kebab seems more bogan, but... What about suvlaki? Suvlaki seem, seems more culturally appropriate. Mm, yeah. But... Or a giros. Yeah, giros, giros actually seems the most culturally appropriate. Yeah, okay. But seeing seeing him win at that course, it, very very special. Probably, I'd I would say exactly along par with Adam Scott winning yeah. the Masters. Didn't get the same um, sort of you know attention as Adam Scott's. No, Maybe because there was a bigger drought between Scott and Normans. Is that I think right? so. Yeah, and I think because of the fact that like no one had won a Masters, yeah. no Australian had won a Masters before. I Greg think, Norman yeah. obviously has won the Open Championship. I I, I think it's just. Such a special one to win because it's the 150th. Yeah, absolutely. It's at the, the home of golf. Um, probably the last time Tiger Woods is going to be there because it's going to be about five to ten, somewhere between five to ten years before it's played there again because the right, okay. the Open um, rotates the courses. Yeah. And so there was a real uh, emotional scene. Tiger Woods was actually crying as he was coming up the 18th because he didn't make the cut. Um, and, you know, the, there's standing room only. So... And all those standing room were um, strippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Or waitresses, um, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, seeing, like, Rory, Rory McIlroy, red-hot favourite, crowd favourite, going in. Rory McIlroy didn't play a bad round. No, um, well, I mean... He, he just came, couldn't make a putt. No, for Cam Smith to come home with, was it four birdies? Uh, no, I think he had five. Yeah, I mean, that's... The most unbelievable back nine. He's just, back he's nine. just laser, laser visioned in there. Yes. Yeah. Like seen a big. 
Yeah, he honestly best putter in golf. Yeah. Um, and there's like no emotion either, which is like love that. Oh, I love that. I would love to have that. I have. I go through every emotion under the sun yeah. every moment of my day, and it's exhausting. It's a little bit. Look, a little segue, but just with Jamie Elliott's goal, that same sort of thing. It was just, and you see it like um, Dame Lillard in the NBA, like they'll hit a winner, mm. kick a goal off the side, and it's just that stony faced. Yeah, it's I like, always knew that's going to happen. What, what's yeah, the big deal? They want that. Love they that want shit. that in that moment that where I'd be going, "Oh my god!" I'm sh- shitting myself watching it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's me serving for a match point in a badminton game on a Wednesday yeah, night the, in front of three tri- people. And it looks like I'm looks like I'm Elvis dancing. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well done to Cam. Yeah, absolutely. Great win. Um, speaking of great Aussies. Sam Kerr becomes the first female footballer to feature on the FIFA cover. That is welcome to the big time. That is huge welcome to the big time because I'm pretty sure this is the last FIFA game. Ever? I think so. What? Yeah, because the after this, they're like the contract is up for like their actual contract with yeah, FIFA, I guess. It's like be it EA Games. Or EA games. games and FIFA, their contract's yeah. over. Right. So, so that... So the EA Sports is going to make a soccer game, but yep. it's going to have like FC Coca Cola, yeah, right, versus Pepsi seventy six, like yeah. it, and it's going to have like a real Shane Wern, like um, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn McGriff kind yeah. of kind of areas, yeah, great. So no, no one will buy that game, and I think FIFA said that they will, they're going to do a game as well, but I don't have much faith in that, and that that could be. Miles down the pipeline, so depends who they partner with, but yeah, yeah. So like, oh well, then the fact that she's on the last mm. cover, even more kudos. Absolutely incredible. She's easily the probably the easily the best female athlete in the world right now, and like up there for very very on the podium, I'd say for best athlete in the world, men and women combined. Amazing, good on her. Yeah. No, huge shout out to her. I won't be buying it, but um, I will. Okay, well, good. You I know. will just because of that. Okay, just it's a keep it in the, keep it wrapped, and then maybe uh, becomes a collector's item, or will you play it? I'll probably play it, sure. but I think having that, I think having that's cool. With it, you know, it it doesn't necessarily mean it, it's hard to explain. It's not. I'm not sentimental, but I recognise like how like how big that is. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for Australian soccer and for women's soccer. Well, the fact that. Not like you know the physical copies of games these days is less and less. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I might buy one too, mm. just for that. Do you have a PlayStation? I have an Xbox One. There you go, and a Switch. Um, oh, nice. And no, I don't. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> no free ads. Uh, next one. This is probably my favourite one, to be honest. This I, I'm looking forward to talking about this. The Gold Coast Titans have fired Kevin Proctor for allegedly vaping during a game. So, I've got a few questions. Same here. First one is, why was he vaping during a game? Well, my first question was, what flavor? Okay, sorry. For, so, I would say probably like a mango peel would be my yeah. guess. Cause I, I, because he's Queensland. Yeah, Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast. So I'm going mango peel. What do you think? Uh, uh, I, think I think watermelon. Okay. Yeah, because I do like to hit the vape when I'm Schindler's List. Yeah. And... Uh, don't smoke, children. Um, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> we do not endorse this no, no, whatsoever. So, 
Yeah, okay. So he's he's decided to peel off a bit of watermelon at half time. Yeah. Why he's done that, I would say probably nicotine addiction. But why has he posted it? Oh, so he posted it. <laughs> well, 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 there's a photo. There's a photo of it. I just him figured he it. got sprung by like some officials or something. No, there's, there's a photo of it. So. All right, so well, that's that's dumb, dumb. Yeah. Um, but is that grounds to fire someone? He's had some. So it was like a culmination. He's, he's had some misbehaviors. Okay, so it was a culmination. Of the. Colombian gutter glitter variety. Right. Okay. So former Melbourne Storm um, yeah, Premiership I thought player, he said, actually. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good player. Very good player in his day. But so will the Storm take him back, or no. they've got a no vaping policy? Uh, I don't think Craig Bellamy's in the mood. The way the Storm are playing lately, he's, he's, he's not going to be happy. So yeah, I, I don't know where he'll go. He, his time, his time in the Titans has not been largely successful. Yeah. So actually, he might end up at the Dolphins. Oh, uh, he's a prime candidate for the Dolphins. They'll take, they'll take whatever they can. Get. Yeah, um, Wayne Bennett's so old that he doesn't really read social media. Like, no, exactly. he wouldn't know what vaping is, honestly. And he'd be like, uh, you know, he'd be like, oh, so have what? a cigar at halftime. I don't give a shit. Have a cigarette; it's better for yeah. you. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a traditionalist. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. uh, so well, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, uh, looking for a new home. Okay, well, we should. Um, we need to find out what flavour it was. Yeah. At least. Uh, so Nick Kyrgios makes his first grand, fi- grand Slam final at Wimbledon, losing in four sets to Novak Djokovic. This is what I stayed up for. Yeah. Uh, to the to the bitter end. I'll be um, honest, I, even I didn't. So yeah, I went off. I went after three sets. <sighs> I'm not saying I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, I, I mean, I can. I, I'll tell you why. Because it was over. Well, one, I thought it was over, but two, I was getting really uncomfortable watching him. Like, See, this is what I was going to talk to you about. Like, the difference in demeanour between the two couldn't have been any more stark. And it was always, like, it was always, always is anyway, because oh, that's just how Curious rolls. But, like, Subway and Voodoo. The Joker was so locked in on every point, mm. emotionless, just robotic almost in. And on the other end, you've got a bloke who's just expending all his energy, carrying on, yelling, he's yelling at his bloody box, mm. going bananas, and it's entertaining. But I was like, he's not gonna, you're not gonna win. Yeah, it like, look, I understand that that's how he is. Yeah, like he's a, you know, he's a showman. You know, does the underarm yeah, serves. Yeah, and I get that you need to get to a certain level. Like he needs to get to a certain level. Feel like he's agitated and a little bit fired up to yeah. perform, which is fine. But when you're doing it for Two, three sets. So it's got to weigh you down. And this is the furthest he's made it into a tournament. Uh, I mean, he's obviously won tournaments before, but you know that's not a grand slam. So yeah. there's the mental exhaustion. Even yeah. though he didn't have to play the semi final, yeah, exactly. Uh, Rafa pulled out. So you know him playing that might have helped if he had played it and got through. Yeah, you know, honestly, probably. Yeah, because if 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 he gets if Rafa is doesn't matter, he's injured. Like because he. Yeah. He was he was cooked, and yeah. he still won. Yeah, exactly. That's how good he is, and, and he's too, so competitive. Mm. If Curious had to grind out a win against Rafa in a semi, it probably would have helped him in the final. Yeah. But no, I, I I've no doubt in the world it does. But yeah, uh, look, don't get me wrong. I I love watching him. Yeah. Love cheering for him. But like, yeah. there are just times where it just it just it's just uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. Like it's as much as it as much as you enjoy it. Sometimes, like you know, the arguing with the referees and. It's a bit of a train wreck, isn't it? 
bantering with the crowds, it is really a train wreck. Like just the yelling at the box constantly, every point. Yeah, that'd just, be, that'd, that's weird to me. It's like these are your – and I get they're probably like, yeah, look, he's going to blow us some steam and yell at us and we're prepared for it, but still just – He was playing against Novak Djokovic, not exactly a crowd favourite. No, exactly. I wonder who the crowd was cheering for. And I wonder what half half I would have thought. Yeah, wonder what um what's the what's the prince's the little prince Oh yeah um Alfred? No, George. <laughs> Alfred just seems like a prince's name. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it has been. I wonder what he was thinking. Well there's a few um a few cuss words coming out of Nick's mouth. So yeah. it's a bit of an education for the young fellow, which is yeah. great. That's 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 great. And so I was wondering about this as well, which is a really weird thing to worry wonder about, but during a like a super, every NFL stadium has what's called snipers nests. Okay. So obviously Super Bowl, a lot of famous yeah. people go yeah. whatever, and they'll have I think there's like ten or fifteen different sort of hidden lookouts where you can't see, but there's snipers in there. In only in America. O- only in America. <laughs> like honestly. Honestly, yeah, only in America. But I was wondering, like, if you're at Wimbledon, yeah, and you've got the royal family. Like, oh, yeah, oh, there would have been something. There's, there's, there there's, has, there's, has to be, yeah, right? There's definitely, yeah. And would there not have been, like, more security measures to get through? Like, there has to be. Yeah. There's just no, I, there's no way in my mind I could fathom and just, like, show my, my COVID certificate and my ticket and just walk in. Yeah, I'm sure there was some pretty full-on. And yet a... That's where a, my a mind drunk, goes. And yet a drunk chick in a polka dot dress <laughs> who had a, a thousand beers got through. She got into his kitchen. She was right in there. Yeah, she should not have been doing that. See, that, that's the sort no. of stuff that happens to me, right? Like when I play, like people get into my kitchen that easily. Like there's no <laughs> there's no door. Yeah. So, look, I think he'll win a Grand Slam when his time is done. Yeah, I think he might end up being like a Philippousis. He might get one. Yeah. You know, but yeah, geez. He mm. just... He's clearly talented enough. He's got the yeah, he's got the talent. It's just whether he's, he can get his head right for yeah. long enough to win. Yeah, yeah. No, hopefully, but um, yeah. Hopefully on. he does. But yeah, honestly, incredible result. Yeah, as, uh, uh, in fact, he got through amazing. unseated. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, next one: the NHL has its first ever sign and trade. You know what a sign and trade is? It happens in the NBA all the time. Yeah, yeah. So they sign and then they get traded. Yeah. Um, so players can sign an extra year and like ex- extra amount of money when they're with their original team. Yeah. And so that this has never happened in the NHL before. Is it a, a new rule? No. They've just never ever used it. It's just never used it. So the first ever sign and trade happened between the Calgary Flames and the Florida Panthers. Calgary traded Matthew Kachuk to Florida for Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger and then a couple other little spare parts. Now that's basically all Spanish to you. It's Yep. Pretty much Russian to yep. anyone else. But let me tell you, uh, Jonathan Huberto was an MVP candidate for most of the year. Matthew Kachuk is a very good player. I have gone through every emotion as a Calgary Flames fan this last two weeks. We lost our best player. Mm-hmm. We then lost our second best player who said he wanted to leave. Yep. And we've got two unbelievable players in return. And I am ready to get hurt okay. again. <laughs> I am just... But it, Take take uh, away the fact that uh, this is my team and no one cares about hockey. I think this is a genuinely interesting story because in the open market, he could only sign seven years um, and then a certain amount of money. Yeah, He got eight years, ten and a half schmill per year, then, which in hockey terms is like huge. Yeah, sounds worth 
in any terms mm. really should be big. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if this if this sort of um, if it's the first of many, the first of many, or if it's just a just a an outlier, an outlier. I love that word. Mm, I do too. As I'm a as, as I work in the uh, the AFL world, mm. statistical analysis. Yeah, yeah. No, I love using buzzwords. Give me more. Give me another like, one. This is one of my these are one of my favorite ones to use, like um, athletic profile. Nice. I love saying that. I'm like he has the he has the right athletic profile to <laughs> succeed. Um, what do I say? Um, positional. Um, I love saying like positional changes, mm-hmm. or I say positional outlier. I, okay, li- I like saying go. that. There you go. Yeah. Like to when Harry Himmelberg had like 38 touches, I clearly made a boo boo. And I was like, this is a positional outlier. <laughs> Rather than saying, I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Go the Flames. Like uh, yes, go the Flames, of course. Um, the AFL changes the interpretation of the high contact rule with the league, um, writing that any player who ducks, drops or shrugs into a tackle to draw high contact will not receive a free kick and will be instead told to play on. Mm. Um, which is fine, it's all well and good, and, and that's probably overdue. Um, it just so happens that the one they missed was on the bloke who mm. has been... Centre of attention. Centre of attention. Everyone was watching for the first time he got the ball, and um, it's funny because with, with that one, he, he was starting to lower the body, the mm. knees were starting to lower, but um, Redmond... Just saw it as a green light to, and I'm sure it was talked about. I'm sure Rutten allegedly. I'm sure Rutten would have said, "Boys, when Ginevan gets it, rip his head off. Just go high, and you've got a free hit, uh, and and rough him up, and make him earn it." And they probably want to do that anyway. And that's fine, but the umpire and, and and okay, sure, he might have been starting to lower his body, but it's just the WWE style headlock. That lingered for five seconds afterwards. That was probably a little questionable and probably deserved a free free kick. Look, that was definitely a free kick. I, I will say this, yeah. Though, and I've said this to you privately, mm-hmm. I I don't like Ginevan, but I know he's good for the game. Uh, you don't like him personally. You don't like no, him personally. You just don't like him personally. He's just one of those players that you just. So you don't like him as a player. Yeah, he's just one of those players that if you're an opposition fan, you just don't like. Yeah, if fair. he's on your team, you absolutely love the shit out of him. Yeah. But yeah. as a non-Collingwood fan, like I am, I don't like him, and I am able to see through that hate to say that a he is good for the game and yeah. great for the AFL. Yep. And two, he's a bloody good footballer. He's a good footballer. He's lost form. I think this uh, this mm. whole. I just think he he's sort of. He definitely. I'd be you know we're we're recording this before the Collingwood Port Adelaide game. I'd be sh- I'd be surprised if he plays. Really, I reckon he play VFL. Wow, he's out of form. Bad. He just. Um, he takes a good defender like so. Redmond's probably Essendon's mm. top three, two or three defenders, and and he went to, um, Ginevan. So he did. He does take a good defender, but he's just out of form. Mm-hmm. Not getting many touches. Not kicking as many goals as he did at the start of the year. I mean. Seeing him play every week, I just reckon he's due a spell just to get some form back, get a bit of confidence probably. back. Before the finals, I reckon probably not a bad thing. Mm. I did find it interesting. Um, I was watching AFL 360 with, and Adam Simpson was on, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how his 12-year-old, sort of um, four or five years ago, um, was 
kids, his son was doing it and kids in his comp were doing it where they were lifting the arm and sort of lowering the body and getting those head-high free kicks. Um, and he didn't like it then, but he was saying, which I found interesting, that that group, that age group, is now the ones that have just been drafted. They're the ones that are coming through. So it's yeah. a skill. The Joel, it's a Joel Selwyn. Yeah, and yeah. it's a skill that they've learnt for four or five years. Mm. And now they've just transferred into the AFL system and the AFL system's like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Know. I'm glad that the rule, I, I, I hate it. I, I, I think it should be, because if you're doing that, that's holding the ball. Like, I don't care if it if it rides up. If, if the contact starts, yeah. if the contact starts here, that's yeah. not high. No, exactly. Um, it, if a player is doing this or if a yeah. player, if a situation, right? I've got the ball and you're running at me. Yeah. I go to fend you off. Yeah. And the fend off doesn't really doesn't really land whatever too big too strong. Holding the ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it's the same thing to me. A player lifting their arm, yeah, that's exactly. a, that's them making an evasive yeah. movement. Yeah. And, and and from there if they are still holding the uh, holding the ball, then they're holding the ball. Yeah. I would and I and I think the difference with Ginevan is that he lowers his body as opposed to does that arm move. But it's also has to be a little bit of onus on the tackler to like just tackle the hips. Mm. And if that person starts to lower their body, you still got to get him in the torso. Yeah. So I think there has to be a little bit like the tack like at the moment, the person going for the ball is probably getting punished a little bit too much. Like mm. it's like almost like the tackler can just Wait until the till someone's taken possession and then nail them. Mm. Um, so I think there needs to be a bit of a balance. But yeah, it's um, you know it's a bit of a can of worms. It is. I tell you, who's very happy? Jack Ginnivan taking the limelight right now. Uh, Cody Waitman. Yeah, because yeah. he's a joke. <laughs> like he no, he is like like on the the way he the way he like flops and whatnot is is actually embarrassing. Yeah, I don't watch enough. Bulldog. I, I watch Bulldogs. Yeah. Not, you know, maybe once, twice a month. I don't watch him every week, so I'm not I'm not quite across Cody's shenanigans or. Antics. Oh, it's it's little stuff like you know, go for a mark, and there'll be the slightest contact, and he, yeah. you know, the shooting I hate stars. Diving more than, I hate diving more than head like lowering the body or lifting yeah. the arm. Like diving's a blight. Yeah, no, it, it it absolutely is, and it's like it's not hard footy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I was never a hard footballer, but. It'd never do anything. No, You'd exactly. never do anything like that. You'd be like, it's in, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it makes you when when you see even just seeing players um, play for free kicks like the arms there. Yeah, like, I hate that shit. So yeah, just keep your feet. Go to the pill. Exactly. Just play. Clean on is fun. It's all we ask for. Yeah. No, that's it. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, Queensland beats New South Wales twenty-two to twelve to win State of Origin, claiming their fourteenth series since the year two thousand. I mean, they were. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I have been told it was one of the most brutal state of origins it in was. history. Which is there's saying something because there's been a lot of. There was a lot of concussions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which can't be good long term. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a prime example of that. <laughs> uh, so there was a few things that rubbed me the wrong way. Jerome Luai standing over a 19-year-old kid who was knocked out and sort of yeah. flexing on him when he's clearly knocked out. 
I mean, that's Fuck just off. that's just caveman stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, after it, when, you know, the media sort of spoke to him about it, he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, that's origin footy. Yeah, well, Is it? Yeah, you lost. So, yeah. Yeah. cop that on the chin. But, yeah, it was an absolutely bruising, brutal game. I did yeah. watch it as I am a passionate Australian absolutely. man, yeah. <laughs> um, unlike yourself. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was, it was it was tough to watch as a casual uh, non physical sport player. <laughs> Hard to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, and great to see Billy Slater, first time coach, Melbourne yeah, Storm legend, um, get the chockies and his yep. season debut. So no, good on him. And um, look, I've heard a few you know complaints from New South Wales, New South Welsh men and women about um, the fox. At O'Carr, not, yeah. not being selected. And maybe that just feels like sometimes they took the piss, thought they could win without him, and uh, sometimes just pick your best players. Sometimes karma hurts. Yeah. Sometimes it comes back to bite you on the bum. Yeah. It's uh, fiddled with the fiddler in this occasion. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's really hard to see New South Wales lose because I love... Uh, yeah, no, it's great. So, yeah. The Opera House, were you going to say? The opera, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah okay. But no, great to see them lose. Well done to Queensland. Um, and that pretty much uh, wraps up our headlines. A lot, of, lot, a lot there. A lot, to a lot that didn't make the final cut? No. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can only do so much. Sorry, so watch, just watch the news on time next time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what time it is. I say it, every, I say it every episode. And you know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for the stock market. Hey, Take it away. Please. Who am I buying? Well, look, I know we'll, we'll get into this in a little bit more depth later on, but the person I am buying, in my humble opinion, is a top five athlete in Australian history, all-time Australian. That's a fair. But if you asked the lay person on the street their name, or if you said their name and said, do you know who that is? They would not know who you're talking about. Interesting. Um, and I'll give it away a little bit because she is competing at the upcoming Commonwealth Games. Okay. So this is like a future buy. I, I'm buying because I know she's about to just go bananas. Explode. Any idea who I'm talking about? Uh, Top five athlete of all time uh, at the Commonwealth oh, Games. Emma McKeon. Of course. I'm a big swimming nuffy. Like, yeah, I know. She yeah. is... Um, dating and, dating our, our man, Cody Simpson, as yes, well. Yes, which is uh, good for her. Um, and great for him. Better for him, mm. I would Australia's say. new I would power say, couple. I would say he is betting above his average. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's no just, slouch. Uh, no, definitely not. Um, but for those who are quite across uh, Emma's record, she has five... Olympic gold medals. Is that good? Uh, that is tied most all-time by an Australian with Ian Thorpe. And she has the most career Olympic medals 
with 11, two more than Thorpe and Liesl Jones, who are in second place in nine. And she still has at least another one Olympic Games. She's 28, so she'll be 30 in Paris, mm-hmm. 2024 Olympics. Mm-hmm. And at a pinch at 34, if she's feeling it, she could go again. So she is – and I, I already think she's top five. Like that is, And for those who remember her from the last Olympics in Tokyo, she's a freak show. She's a genuine freak show, and I would say easily our best swimmer. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tim Mess will probably – like she'll get up there, but she's not. So this is we're talking about like a, already, already. We're talking about a goat, a swimming goat. We're yeah. talking about yeah, oh yeah, a goat in the water. Um, so and I just think, <laughs> I just think, what she's going to do at the Commonwealth Games is going to be like she's scary, just, it's scary. It yeah, it, it there is a how do I put this delicately? There are some uh, some competitors who are competing in the Commonwealth Games who would not come close to qualifying no. for the Olympics. No, and that's, yeah, so it's going to be, um, you know, and that's the beauty of the Commonwealth Games. It is. To an extent. That's why we love it. That's why we all love it. The that's Empire. We, go the Empire. Go the Empire, yeah. Um, yes. And I am looking forward to sitting in the Lane 9 MSAC outdoor. Oh, yes. Swim up, um, swim up pool bar mm-hmm. in... Uh, in December, I think we said yep, it was. Yeah, absolutely. And cheering her on. Yeah. So yeah, the best part about a pool bar. What's that? Don't have to leave. Exactly. When the seal breaks. It's so what? It's just what that's what God in, invented chlorine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, so she's that's gonna, my first buy. Yeah, she's that's a, a good one. Yeah, she's going to do some scary things. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my first buy. It, it's more of like an appreciation buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Daisy Pierce. Yeah, Daisy Pierce. What she's done for women's football in this country is they're probably not a, they're probably not a lot ahead of her in terms of what they've done yep. for it. Been in the media recently. Uh, yeah, some, you know what? I'm not actually I, I'm not actually across all of it, and I don't want to be as well. But I'm sort of and it's I, and absolute, I don't wanna, It's utter shit. Yeah, and I'm just like you know what? I don't. Uh, don't yeah. I, don't, I don't need to worry about. It. But um, yeah, I. Yeah, I think I've said this before on the pod. I gen- genuinely think she's top three special comms in the game. Easily, she is. She is so superior in her um, analysis, understanding of not only the game but the actual role itself. Yeah, uh, knows when to interject uh, and actually explains more than what we're seeing on the TV, which so many people don't do. So it's a bit of an appreciation by because uh, she is. So good at what she does and is so insightful that um, it pains me to think that people uh, are unable to see that. Mm, yep, fair, absolutely. Um, my second buy is the Australian Boomers. I'm not talking about people over the age of 60. Good, because we're not buying those. Um, <laughs> we, They've got no, all the money. <laughs> they certainly do. Negative geared out of there. Really? <laughs> it's prolapsed. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> What was the other thing that they thought they were going to lose? Um, which one, ScoMo, their election? Um, the franking credits. Oh, my God, the franking credits. Yeah. Have you ever heard about franking credits prior to that election? I don't even, know, I don't even know what franking know. credits are. And, then and sudden, I worked in finance. Yeah, you can't take our franking credits. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is a franking credit? Anyway, no, I'm talking about the other Australian boomers, that being the basketball uh, team who... We just played, didn't we? We just won our second consecutive FIBA Asia Cup. Oh, nice. Um, without any of our NBA um, Stick taps. I saw Fon Maker 
just Thon was going. Thon was great going guns. off. He's trying to get an NBA contract, and um, I probably think he might not. I think he probably end up being in the NBA this year and dominating. Uh, but no, we beat Lebanon in Jakarta. Yeah, I know you, you mm-hmm. knew that. I was going to say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think, I, I look, I'm buying them obviously because of that win, but also the future is just super bright. Yeah. As we've talked about before, you know, a bronze medal is the base expectation next Olympic Games. I, I think, think silver. I think but silver. The only thing that, um, the only bit of news that worried me over the off-season of the NBA is that um, Joel Embiid has become a French citizen and so now he will be playing for France at the next Olympics which is trouble, uh, him and Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert, and they've got some big boys and some good players there. That He is genuinely top three in the NBA, yeah. so that hurts. I mean, I, I, I've met a known before. I'm not worried about the French. You know, they history I'm a, I'm says... A, I'm a bit worried about History says they retreat. So, mm. honestly... Imagine if it was a, uh, a France-Australia um, game to get into the gold medal match and it was Ben Simmons versus Joel Embiid. Who's Ben Simmons? Oh, Oh boy. That name doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, he used to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be playing this year. I don't, I don't know. Not sure. He played when Wilt played. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my second buy. Nice one. Uh, let's see. What is my second one? My second buying is standalone AFL games. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm going to say this I want Thursday through Monday. Yep. I want the I want the the Monday night football American model adopted. It has not worked in Australia so far. It doesn't mean it can't work. Yeah. But it hasn't worked. Like Thursday night has been much more successful. Mm. I don't know why. Overlapping games don't work. No, and I think I hundred percent agree. I think we should have a, a fixture where every game is standalone. Mm-hmm. I think the broadcasters would love that. Um I think the fans would love it. Mm. Um but if it, I, I don't know what what your take is, why Thursday worked but Monday hasn't worked. Is it an Australian culture thing? Like on Monday, Australians just like, you know what, I'm just bunkering down. Yeah, look, I can only speak. I can only speak for myself. Thursday, I love Thursday because it's sort of the you know solidifies the end of the working week. You know, you've only got the the Friday to get through and that. Yeah, yeah. Monday's just really our Groundhog Garfield kind of a slog. Yeah. That's why I don't think the f- the festival of footy worked during COVID. Like, great, th- in theory, great. They needed to do it, obviously. Yeah, they did to get through the games. Yeah. They needed to get through the games, but, like, there can be too much sport, I think. Uh, and so, so... But with that I would, I would, I would, no, don't get me wrong, I would watch it. Yeah, like yeah. I would watch Monday. Oh, I watch it too. It was the Tuesday, Wednesday. It's just, games, the, I, which really I suppose, in the AFLs from the AFLs perspective, it's uh, crowd attendances aren't going to be great. Do we take that yeah. hit, or can we get it back through the broadcast rights? I don't know. It's, you know, one of the things I haven't really heard being discussed about the whole crowd thing. It's really fucking expensive right now to live. Yeah. To be honest, like it, like we joked before about the lettuce, yeah. but like. Inflation is inflation's huge. You know, rent. Um, yeah. How many? How many uh, increases have gone? And mortgage increases have yeah, gone quite up. A few, quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. The cost of living is just exorbitant. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard to financially get ahead. If you're a if you're a North Melbourne Port Adelaide, you know, bottom four team, 
supporter, why would yeah. you go? Well, this is true. It is interesting, though, that you mentioned North Melbourne, but for non-North Melbourne games in Victoria this year, so any other of Done the... research. I have. Any other of the Victorian teams that have played mm. in Melbourne, the average attendance is around 40,000. I, I feel like that's not bad. It's great. Yeah. So the crowd attendances aren't as... Bad as bad what? as people are making. Yeah, um, I think. Yes, yeah, I think they're genuine. I think they yeah. were genuinely worried about it because they had their kids go for free for four weeks. And yeah, and then they were like, they're, they're putting in you know mm. um, measures to get people back, but it's not as dire as people think. But you're right; it is expensive to go. It, no, it, it just quite quite honestly, it just really is. Yeah, because yeah, well, you've got to prioritize your costs these days. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I love going to the footy. I, I haven't been, I've hardly been to the footy this year. Like, I've mm. probably been to, you know, a handful of games. Like, I'm not going to Port Lake Collingwood this weekend. No, I was, well, I was disappointed. I was hoping we could go, but yeah. you know, you're, a, you're a working class man. So I am a working class man, but um, I probably wouldn't have gone anyway. <laughs> basket case and a disgrace. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, that, that's my buy. Like, uh yeah, I, I, I hate, I'd love to see every game standalone. How they do it, whatever, but yeah, for sure. I, I hate when it gets to Saturday night and you've got two good games on. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and yep. I, I know the the Q clash between Brisbane and Gold Coast, for those not familiar with the Q clash, mm. that kind of fell away towards the end. But it was two belter games. Yeah. Like, why can't that be like an Adelaide Swans? Or the North Melbourne Hawthorne. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, I know. You it's couldn't have paid hard. me to watch you, that. I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to forecast, obviously, but um, if it's standalone, you'd have to worry about it. Mm, yeah. So yeah, that, that's what I'm buying. No, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Future buy. Lay buy. We like that. Lay buy. Um, my next buyer, you know, we like to go maybe a little bit non-sport, a little bit non-traditional yeah. for our third here and there. I'm certainly doing that now. Um, my third buy is reaction videos on YouTube. Now, I don't know how I. Wait, got... you're buying these? I'm buying it. Oh, so what happened? I would sell the shit out of them. I, well, see, I was. I would have been of exactly the same until recently, and I don't know how it happened. But well, I know how it happened. I was about six jars in, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched, Six jars of jam for those at home. Yes, of course. Um, Cotty's raspberry. Um, yeah, I, so I watched um, Thor, the latest Thor music movie with my son, and yeah. um, and November Rain by Guns N' Roses is one of the sort of key moments of that movie. And then it sort of got me going, oh, I can't remember that film clip. It was pretty good from memory. It's thought, a great film clip. Great film. So I went onto YouTube and I was like, Guns N' Roses... And as I watched it, there was like some reaction on the side, like reaction video to November Rain. I'm like, oh yeah, what's this? Okay. And there's All like right, this. Oh, you twisted me arm. Yeah, I was like, okay. And then there was this like this young, young American like rapper. Yeah. Watches November Rain for the first time, right? And so I'm like, okay. And then and he was like, he was just funny as fuck. Like he yeah. was like, you know, when he saw the whole like Stephanie, seven minutes of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he saw Stephanie Seymour had, had died in the film clip, he was like, oh, she died. And, and then, and then, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a movie. And, yeah, exactly. And that's when Slash yeah. has the epic third solo. And then he's yeah. like, why'd the song get lit when she died? Anyway. <laughs> and then he's, and then he's sort of grooving along to it. And he's like, and he looks at the camera and he goes, this is hard lit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, so uh, after that, I was like, okay, this is pretty fucking funny. And it then, is actually like one of the all-time songs. Yeah, that, that is. And then I so then I went into another one, and then I thought, oh, what other songs did I like? And let me watch a reaction video to that. And then before you know it, next minute, I am just watching reaction um, videos to film clips and songs, and I'm like, what has fucking happened to my and life? And your son's like, Dad, can we start playing Thor again? Dad, can we... Dad, can we <laughs> Ted, can we throw the ball? No. Listen <laughs> <laughs> <in> to <a> Slash. <laughs> yeah. So, um, look, I got into a like that's a that's a pretty deep rabbit hole on YouTube, I reckon. Yeah. Um, which is an unreal segue into my last bite. Okay, go for it. You want to talk about rabbit holes? Yes. Uh, so, shout out to um, Finn, who's actually in the room with us. My dog. He's been very uh, well behaved. He's very been good very, boy. very well behaved. He's been uh, a bit unwell of late. Yeah, sorry to hear and, that. Yeah, but he's an absolute trooper. the The other night, um, I was up with him at like four o'clock in the morning. Couldn't go back to sleep. He was, yeah. he was a bit all over the shop. And so, I put on, let's put on a show on Netflix, and it's called uh, the Gold at Adak Island. The Gold at Adak a- Island. Okay, no, I haven't heard so, of it. So. This, I'll tell you what I'm buying because I tried to talk to Caitlin about this and she doesn't care. So everyone else, you're going to have to hear the point. 97% <laughs> of the stuff I say, she goes, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So I'm buying treasure, treasure hunting TV shows. Okay. Yeah. So I watched all eight episodes of this. You just binged it. You just went just, in, just at like four in the morning, just <laughs> like that. So A little half an hour? 20, 20, 25 oh, nice, minutes. Nice. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it is really cool. I was not happy with the the ending. I'm not going to spoil it because I want people to watch it because okay. I want someone to talk to about it. But basically, <laughs> Adak Island is the most uh, remote part of Alaska. Yep. So Alaska just like goes all the way out to Russia, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's this old town that's used to be used as like a military base during the Cold War and all this stuff. Yep. And the pirate. There was a pirate. Um, what's his name? Oh, I've forgotten his name. Dwogstorf. Yeah, I remembered it. <laughs> nice. He, he he was Russian and he buried all this gold on this island. Right, And okay. two cans of it have been found, but there's rumoured to be another 150 cans. Right. Each can's worth like $3.5 million. Right. So they... It's, I mean, clearly it's frozen and icy and... Yeah. Fuck off cold and good luck. Pretty much. Yeah. So they have like the, the Alaskan summer to, to do it, which is right, three okay. weeks. Yeah. And so they have like, so they fly in, so they fly in this like whole, this whole team, like they have a scientist who analyzes like um, soil samples. Is there nuffies with like um, yeah. the mining? Yeah, but they're like the hardcore, they're like hardcore ones. Oh yeah, like and there's also, uh, there's also someone with a different type of scanner, which is a bomb scanner. Right, okay. Because Adak Island was a military thing, there is yeah. uh, rumored to be 5,000 undetonated bombs on it. So for every for every treasure, there's a bomb. Everywhere they went to dig, they had to scan it first. Yeah, right. So I was just enth- enthralled so by you're this. You're selling it like, well. I'm, oh, I'm keen. I'm like, keen. I just love those sorts of, yeah, like, yeah. anything Alaskan just yeah, gets yeah. me. Yeah. Well, Alaska played a part in the uh, latest Stranger Things uh, really? series too. Never yeah. seen that. Okay. Should I? Uh, the first and... The first season, great, and the season just went. The fourth season, great. Two in between. Yeah. Two and three, okay. you could... Okay. okay. 
respectable length, but yeah, it's not yeah, going to trouble but, you. But um, the first and fourth will be very good, in my opinion. See, that's that's my last buy. Treasure Great. hunting shows on yeah, Netflix. I'll, I'll if watch someone it. knows, if someone knows one, please send it through to me. Okay. Because I those sorts of shows, I love those shows. Like Gold Rush, that's one of my favorite ones. Up yeah. in Yukon. Yeah. Shout out to Yukon. We've probably got listeners in Yukon, Canada. We've, we are worldwide. Don't we, worry about that. We are. We are. Um, selling. My favorite part of every episode. <laughs> Maybe the only reason why we do this. <laughs> my first sell is the NBA Summer League and the absolute carry-on that went around it this year. Oh, when Giddy dunked on a man? No, no. So... Formerly, they'd give out, if you won the Summer League, you'd get, like, T-shirts and a trophy, okay? Now, that's... They get all, rings. They get they, they now get championship rings. Shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah, so it it's it's become an absolute carry-on. Like, it's like... And they're, like, massive... We'll post... Who won it? Uh, it was Portland. And they... And so they're coming off the court. They've got their Summer League championship tees on... They're carrying the trophy and they're like, Summer League, baby, woo! You know, like carrying on like, it's like they've just won, they, they basically just won the Wizard Cup. Like, Oh, hang on. As a, <laughs> Port Adelaide won back-to-back Wizard Home Loan Cup, so I'd take great, great offence to that. Well, Find take, another take, comparison. Take, no, I, no, I'm sticking with that. <laughs> take all the offence you want. But the fact that they are carrying on about winning a pre-season championship Basically, a, a warm up, just getting all your B grade players to have a run around. Yeah, and getting rings at the value of, a, I would say, starting price ten thousand a pop. Like they are the proper diamond rings. Like it's. Well, why would Do you? They not know how. We just we've been talking about how expensive it is inflation. to live. We're talking about people on the poverty line, and these oh. guys are carrying on like pork chops. So I'm selling it. I, I, it was just honestly, we'll post the rings because it is a. It's yeah. just unbelievable how much. And why, where would you wear it? Like, oh, what's that? Did you win something? Yeah, won the preseason cup. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> you send the photo of um, uh, who's the old St Kilda coach, Grant. Um, yeah, Grant Thomas when him and Grant Lenny, Thomas, Lenny, 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 <laughs> Lenny Hayes and Nick Rewald are just like stony faced. Uh, him and Lenny, just stony faced. I love that. It was yeah. so funny. That that old trophy. Do you remember what that old trophy looked like? Yeah, so it was the it was, big, you know what it looked like? You remember those like, those kind of like cone things that you used to put coins in? The coins would go around yeah, them. It was, yeah, it That's was. That's what it used yeah. to look like. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a cylinder to it. Yeah, cylinder. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a, this might be the segue episode. Okay. Because my first sell is NBA player loyalty. As, now, in, as in there is none? I'm selling it from a team and a player point of view. Yeah. Because... I'm sure we've, you've seen the trade rumours recently with Kevin Durant yep. um, being rumoured to be offered or trying to go anywhere, really. Yeah. Boston and Phoenix are the two at the moment, but who knows? Boston just made the final. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like Kevin Durant obviously is one of the greatest of all time. Correct. Um, Boston throwing up Jalen Brown, like... well. Jaden or Jalen? No, Jalen. Yeah, yeah, huge. Shouldn't I mean, be out of myself. No, you 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 were spot on. All it does is put though, like put if they don't get him now, Jalen Brown knows he was trade bait and he's going to be dirty because he's got an ego. They've all got an ego. Do you want to go to like let's say the trade falls through if you're if you're Jalen Smith? Do you want to go? 
Jalen Brown. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I was doing so well. Jalen um, So if, well, if you're asking me, if you said, um, hey, Budge, we're trying to get you off the refill and um, ship you over to another potty, and then it fell and through. it fell through. Would you come back? No way. Uh, well, it depends on what I'm earning. Because every, no, every team would take him, though. Yeah, I, no doubt. I know that much about basketball. Yeah. But it is a business, as you say, and look, he and they've all got ego. So his ego would either be, um, it would be pinpricked, and that he's either going to say, "Fuck you, I'm going to prove you wrong and have an awesome season," or he's going to throw the toys out of the cot, and you just got to get rid of him because he's done. Yeah, it just feels it just feels like to me, you know, when you're playing two K and you're the GM, yeah, the be a GM mode, yeah, and you're just like. Fuck it, I want to get LeBron. Yeah. And you just make 48 trades in one day <laughs> to get LeBron. Yeah. That's what it just feels like to me in the NBA. Like, you know, players will opt in, then they'll go. And, like, it's just... Look, there is... Yeah, look, it, it just, is... Uh, even, what if they just put their kids in school? Well, that, that is... They go in eyes wide open with all that stuff. Like, it, it is brutal on fans. No respect. Um, but, like, the Utah Jazz, like, they just got Danny Ainge, and Danny Ainge is immediately doing the Boston model, so he's... New coach. What's happening in Utah? Yeah, exactly, that guy. What was his name? His Brian name. Whitehorse. That's it. I mean... Picture of fitness. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is a picture of fitness. Bad fitness. Yeah. Um, but it is funny. Yeah, and he was, all, like, he, was, he was all over it. And so, he was. Yeah, and so now you're looking at like someone like Donovan Mitchell, who's probably only ever played in playoffs. Mm. Um, really? And, Even at the start of his career? I thought, yeah. weren't they dirt at the start of his career? They're pretty good. They had a pretty solid... I just called him Jalen Smith. Yeah. Who look, plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, look, look to be honest, um, Spider Mitchell's career uh, is not an absolute strength of mine, but I no. have a feeling that he's... he's you don't like have, he's a, been, you don't he's have been a doctorate in, in it? No, I don't, I don't, but I have a feeling he's been in more successful sides than unsuccessful. Yeah. But the fact that now he's like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Where am I mm. going? So, yeah, um, interesting. Um, Watch this space. Let's just hope our sports never get to that point. Yeah, I, I want it to get. Uh, I ele- like I like a bit of movement. I want it to be elevated from but what not, it is now, yeah, but, but let, not, yeah. there's, like this, it's piss taking levels. Yeah, exactly. Um, my next sell is fantasy sport nuffies. Now, <laughs> that is so personal. It's not funny. <laughs> That is a, a now, complete but attack, before, but no, but it's not a, like a general sweeping statement because I, you know, I don't do it anymore. But I used to love Super Coach, um, top one hundred. <laughs> I, I was actually ninety second one year. Like, I, congrats! Just, uh, just an excuse to say that. But um, no one asked though. Um, but people were wondering. I could tell. Um, so I'm all for the passion of it. Don't get me wrong. And I'm all for, and I think it's a great way to stay engaged, and it's a great way to follow your team and to follow players that you don't support, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what? I am selling is the nuffies who go online when a player posts something, a photo or something, and they're like, Hey, are you playing this week? My team needs you. Or once again, this feels <laughs> real personal. <laughs> Don't tell me you've been that person. No. Don't tell me you've written to an athlete and said, Are you playing because my super my super no, coach team needs you? I don't you. care about super coach. Well fantasy but, football. But fantasy football is is they but way too big part of it. But no, I've never no, I look. I look for those. I never write those tweets. No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the people who directly write to an athlete mm. and say, "Are you playing?" or "I need you to perform better because my fantasy team is 
Like that is pure nothingness. Yeah. That is. I would never do that. The players should just know that. Well, yeah, I know that. But <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like get get some perspective. No yeah. one gives a shit about your team. Just enjoy it for what it is, and just wait till you know. Don't harass athletes mm. asking if they're going to play because you want to know if they should play in a, in a fantasy team. Like, come on. Yeah. Because I've seen it a bit. Don't like it. No, selling it. I, I I don't like the way athletes are treated either uh, on social media, and I think gambling's played a, lot, a large part into that. Uh, so yeah, I can buy that aspect of it. I don't like the fantasy nuffy. Yeah, um, well, that's why I'm selling uh, targets or the slur. But I did feel like I got a little closer to the bone there, so I will be. I will be, uh, I will you, be investigating. You got the bone that. marrow. <laughs> <laughs> I will be investigating that in a few yeah. weeks. <laughs> Uh, my next uh, Phil Gould. Oh. This is a this is a smack that's been like years in the making. Yeah, just eh, I think what finally tipped me over the edge. Uh, I'm not sure if you're completely over it, but I am the aware of it, yeah. uh, seven players from Manly who uh, have basically said due to religious beliefs that they're not going to play because of the uh, Manly is going to wear a uh, a pride themed uh, yeah. jumper. Yeah. Look, I don't want to get into the religious whole thing. I think that's that's not our wheelhouse. Yeah. I think it's I think it's absolutely pathetic that um, these players have done that, and I think it's absolutely Agreed. pathetic that Manly has come out and apologised to the players. Uh, Phil Gould, not surprisingly, has come out with a real dog shit take, saying that this was just a marketing person who just fucked up. And yeah, I know. Yeah, honestly, like. There's a lot wrong with it. There is so much wrong with it, it's not funny. And, like, Phil Gould, a miserable prick for years, probably rivaled me in terms of being miserable, um, has hated on the Melbourne Storm for yeah, so long. Yeah, I was going to say, like, my, my real knowledge of him um, is that he just... Ruins like, grand like, final ru- It just ruins watching any Storm games. It's like, mm. good God, man, just show a little bit of neutrality. Yeah, it's one of those things when, when a shitty thing happens, you're like... I know. I just you just know certain people are going to be on this yeah. on the same side of it. So, yeah. congrats, Phil Gould. You finally get yourself a smack after all these years of just just walking on eggshells around. <laughs> yeah, look, the whole thing. The whole thing is yeah, jeez. Yeah, as we say, we won't go into it, but uh, it's a well deserved cowardly. Smack. Yep. Yep. yep, cowardly. Um, again, this is not an area. This is not our wheelhouse per se. My third selling, but I I just. Wanted to mention it because I was just doing my nut in, and that is people who barrack for political parties like their footy teams. So people who like feels real personal towards <laughs> someone in my family. It's not a it's not a sledge <laughs> on so anyone. He, he any won't listen to this anyway. <laughs> no, it's a bad luck. Um, but it's, it's hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like they're. They're, they're politicians. They're there to serve you. They don't. You don't grow up and go. Oh, I am now a Labor supporter for life or a yeah. Liberal supporter for life, and doesn't matter what happens, they're my team, yeah. and they can't do anything wrong. And hashtag I stand with Dan or hashtag sack Dan on any occasion. Like hashtag Afghanistan. <sighs> like who? No one gives a shit. Like mm. just. But then they're, they're not footy teams. Like no. Been my personal opinion. And again, we won't get into it too far, but just stay centre, 
use common sense mm. and call out if the far right's doing something wrong, if the far left's doing something wrong. Just call it out and grab just them. Grab them and just meet in the middle and have a picnic. Please. <laughs> because at the moment, just the whole, it's just like. It's fucking painful. It's so painful and just, it's such blinkers. Oh. You know, can't see any reason. It's just like, just people just, they're there to serve you. Let's use a bit of common sense. Yeah. And just, you know, call out shit behavior no matter who does it. No, well said. Um, Again, yeah. it's not it's not really our wheelhouse this this kind of stuff. But no, it's not our wheelhouse, and I feel like even if we got into it, we're going to upset someone. Yeah, so so that's where we'll end it. But, so um, yeah, hashtag no no hashtag. <laughs> no hashtag no no hashtag no free ads no hashtags. Um, I feel like I haven't really got out of first gear yet, have I? Oh, just wait. That's fine. Um, have no, I, you haven't. Uh, you haven't got out of first gear, you don't I haven't got out of first gear for this, for this little selling to? segment. Are you, about, are you got one, or are you just gonna you just gonna keep? I've got one right. I got one right in the slot, just ready to be just just sent four hundred yards off the tee. <laughs> oh boy! So I, I I've said before my disdain for shopping centres, right? Mm. You know, well, what? namely it was food courts. Food courts, and you did call Savers the armpit of the Diamond Valley. Yeah, which was a wonderful. The, call. the Greensboro Plaza was the armpit of the Diamond Valley, which it is. <laughs> okay, Greensboro Plaza, and this is funny. Funny enough, because this is this is where sure. this is this is funny enough. This is where this happened. So I was walking up. As I said, man of OCD. Every Thursday, I go to the same hairdresser. I don't have hair, but it just does a buzz cut. Ten dollars. Thanks for coming. Yep. Every Thursday. Yep. And I'm walking up the escalator and there's some fucking imbecile. Oh, boy. With her phone, with loudspeaker on, talking. See, that's, that's, no, that's no good. Who thought this behavior was okay and except, who created loudspeaker? Why do we need loudspeaker? Look, I'm a loudspeaker man in the privacy of my own home where I'm by myself and I can just talk to someone without having to hold. Yeah, per sure. Se. Like you know, I'm I'm all for a, I'm all for a, a loudspeaker. But doing it in public is just reeks of, you know, narciss- narcissism. Mm. Little bit of um, attention seeking. Yeah. Little bit of look at me, look at me. Just no one gives a shit, mate. Put your oh, conversation away. No one cares. No Correct. one. Honestly, please, please stop doing this. If you yeah. are one of these people who are doing this. Please fuck so far away from the Diamond Valley because I'm so sick of seeing this sort of behaviour. You, know you see it on trains? Yeah, exactly. Oh, any, any public places. The only thing that is acceptable on loudspeaker, mm. have a guess. Born? The refill. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the water cooler. And, and actually, as well as November rain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, um, I need seven minutes to kill, and you're around me on the train. Please play that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's no good. No just, good. I just the, the real like, I don't know. Like, you know how there's like that famous uh, Instagram page called it's like Humans of New York. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it the other day. Like, uh, like shortly after this experience. I was like, I would love to make an Instagram page of just like humans of shopping centers. 
<laughs> and just take, but just take photos of just the units that you see at shopping centers, and then make up a story, which would get me in a lot of trouble. Uh, it would. It would get me in a lot it of trouble. Would. It's but it would be not PC, but it's fine. It's fine. It'd be funny though. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> but it's just it's yeah. degrade behavior. Like honestly, yeah. No, put your phone away. No one wants to hear shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a, that was a good little. Yeah. That was a good little it's cathartic, uh, cathartic stock market. Yep. yep. Um, well, the the time for the Commonwealth Games is pretty much upon us. By the time this has been dropped, yep. I, I believe no, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham uh, will have started. I don't know what this because you, you call the Olympics like the Olymp- the fifty fifth Olympiad. Yeah, I've got no idea what the Commonwealth Games is called. No, look, I'm sure they count, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just yeah. the games of the games of the of, Queen of Birmingham. Yeah, it does. It it the city that it's in really really highlights the drop off from the Olympics. So home you, of the Peaky Blinders, correct? And the home of what else? Don't, like just coal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, there was a Batuta advocate um, post the other day. It was like it was like English lad. Um, upset that you have not heard about his shitty English town that no one's heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Birmingham feels like to me. It's a real Scunthorpe, a real Wigan. Like, these places are just like, they could yeah. be Moey for all I'm concerned. Yeah, and they probably are in comparison, I suppose. But Pro- look, you know. Probably, but, but they've got the Commonwealth Games. They've got them, and everyone's going there. So, great for the economy, great for the tourism. Great for tourism, Birmingham. Yeah. Which is just, which is hit a real down... Downward spiral since the Peaky Blinders aired. <laughs> People just too terrified to go to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, but no, yeah, it's a like it's an exciting time for someone like myself who who's uh, doesn't really like to leave the house. Yeah, exactly. I look, I mean, the World Athletic Championships have just been on. Yeah, just been which running is a one. Great precursor to this. Yeah, good form lines. Wonderful form lines if you're having a little bit of a... Flutter. A little bit of a flutter, if you're that yeah. way inclined. A few shekels here and a few, a few shekels only there. A, only a couple. Um, yeah, of course. Gamble, uh, gamble please, responsibly. Please, please. Um, I'll read out a couple of uh, couple of fun facts about the Commonwealth Games and Australia's history. So we will be gunning for our 1,000th Commonwealth Games gold medal in awesome. Birmingham. Yep. We have topped the medal count 13 out of the 21 times that the Games have contested yep. since 1930, which seems like a unbelievable achievement. Yep. Um, Australia has never won more medals than what they did in Melbourne in 2006. That which home is ground event, the home shorts the home, on. The home of sport. Yes. Oh. Yeah, real wheelhouse sort of stuff. Um, uh, so, and in 2018, which is obviously the last Commonwealth Games, which was in the Gold Coast, um, Australia won... Uh, 30 gold medals, 61 silver medals, and 60 bronze medals for a table-topping 201 medals. Well, I wonder who's going to win that 1,000th thousand, thousandth gold medal because they will go down in Australian history. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably get a pretty sick tat. You know? Yeah. 1,000. Can't be, can't be worse than the tattoos that I have. <laughs> um, but you know how the, the Olympic... Um, the Olympic athletes get the the rings. What do you think the Commonwealth Games get in terms of a tattoo? I would be surprised if they got anything. 
Really? Because um, I'm getting one in four years. Oh well, you should. You should. But you're. That's like I'd probably get a like a an underdog. Yeah. Tattoo. Like a dog upside down. Yeah. Or a dog. A dog just <laughs> under somewhere. A dog under Un- a gold medal. Under a t- <laughs> under the Olympic rings. <laughs> Oh yeah, I actually worked at a Commonwealth Games, the 2010 Delhi Commonwealth Games. Oh nice! Games. Did you go to Delhi? No, we um, they only sent a skeleton crew over to Delhi just because of, I suppose, financial reasons and also because it's, it's Commonwealth just, Games. It's a Commonwealth Games, but so we were based out of a um, like a media center in the Docklands. Mm-hmm. Um, it was enjoyable. Like when you're in the thick of that, you know, when you're invested in something or you're just, mm. you know, it, it was good fun. Although. Um, for me, my first day working on it was the day after Collingwood won the uh, 2010 Grand Final. Oh, dear. Who'd so you beat? We beat St Kilda in the replay. Oh, oh damn. Was, uh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um, so I was a little bit worse for wear, um, but full of beans and energy, and that energy just... Uh, what, I, what I will say is, as I said, because you're invested in it, but one of the best sporting... And I might have mentioned this before. One of the best sporting... Contest I've ever seen was the gold medal match between Australia and New Zealand in the netball gold medal match. Yes, at, at that 2010 Commonwealth mm. game, it was like it was just full on and just the two best. Netball is such a good sport to watch. Well, they were all the, the best of the best, right? Like yeah. you know, they're the two best countries, and it was yeah, and it was full on, and it was went down. I think New Zealand won by a goal, but mm. so. Commonwealth Games is more than capable of providing some really cracking sporting yeah. moments, regardless if not, you know, obviously we haven't got some of the big countries there, but um, don't, you know, don't write it off. No, don't, absolutely don't write or, it off. you know, just give it a go. Absolutely, give it a go. There, there are a few uh, new sports to the Commonwealth Games and a few non-Olympic sports. So yep. the new sports coming to the Commonwealth Games is uh, T20 cricket uh, for the women, uh, judo, three-on-three basketball, men's and women's, three-on-three wheelchair basketball and para-table tennis. So the women's T20, so the men are already have already done T20 over there? I don't think so. so yeah. Is it, Do they? Is there a men's? No. Or is it just women's? Just women's. Why is that? Uh, I, good question. I, question I did, without notice. <laughs> question, question without notice. I did reach out today to our uh, swimming analyst, Sam Staples, who also is our... Uh, resident Commonwealth Games and Olympic Games expert. And what did he have to say for himself? Uh, nothing. I'll say. He literally said, I have nothing. He's like, I have nothing to, to add. Well, he's lucky we're short on correspondence at the moment. He's Otherwise, he'd be... He's wearing thin. Yeah, exactly. Very thin with me. thin young man. Yeah, literally was like hired for this moment. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how he could become unprepared. So this is our seventh episode. Sam, just keep warm. Just run that boundary line, mate, because we oh, need yeah. you. And then when we've gone to him... No, I can't help you. Yeah. I mean, the, the medical sub in the AFL right now is used tactically. Like, <laughs> we don't have to wait for an injury, Sam. We will um, sub you out of the game, even if you are healthy. Exactly. So, uh, look. Yeah, yeah no um, idea. Three on three basketball. They had that at the Olympics. Yeah, I didn't catch I don't remember it, like, being in a primetime slot. No. And I don't remember anyone of any note playing in it. Uh, yeah, no. So, oh, what's her name? Um, um going to forget this uh one of the american one of the american basketballers who women yes yep. one of the american female basketballers it might have been sabrina ionescu i think who's a very very good I th- i'm pretty sure what happened is she didn't make 
the American oh, okay. team, so, and then so yeah, she right. made that team. Yeah. I may have just completely made that up. Well, that's oh, that's okay. Which is have. so allegedly that's what happened. Um, I'd love to see the like the three. Imagine like LeBron Durant and Steph Curry versus you know whoever Joel Embiid, mm. Rudy Gobert, and whoever else you want to throw in there. See how they go. It would be pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not against it. I'm not sure how it would go. Um, So, yeah, that's what they have that. In terms of non-Olympic sports that are at the Commonwealth Games, uh, obviously T-Training Quicker, which I just uh, named, lawn bowls, netball, and squash. I don't understand how netball and squash are not Olympic sports. I understand lawn bowls. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, netball, I understand Olympics because it's not super played by a lot of nations, but squash should definitely be in there. Yeah, and we, we've discussed that before. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of the, I guess, the rundowns and the the sports that have been added and some of the different sports that you will see from the Olympics. Yeah. Um, in terms of our medal contenders... Do who we got? Who we cheering home? Uh, quite a lot. Obviously, Emma McKean, you just... Um, yep, you announced goat. before, the GOAT... Um, she won four gold at Tokyo. Uh, Ariane Titmus, also a buy of yours previously, I believe. Yeah, two gold. Yep, couple of world records. Yep. Um, just gun completely, completely taking the the P one double five. Um, a few others we've got. Um, Kaylee McCowan, McKeon McCowan, not related. Yep. Uh, won three gold at Tokyo yeah, as was, well. She was very prominent. Absolutely. Yeah, Kyle Chalmers uh, yeah, won three medals at at, um, at Tokyo. Yeah, big Port Adelaide man. So shout out to him. Yeah, big time. Um, Kelsey Lee Barber, who just won the gold at the javelin yeah, at the in world ripping form. Yeah, I think she's the first uh, women javelin to go back to back at the yep world athletics. Allegedly, no, not allegedly. No, that is confirmed. A fact. Yep. Uh, Nina Kennedy in the pole vault won bronze at the world athletic champ. Great form lines. Like you, yeah, exactly. You you can't ask for anything anything no, more than great, that. Yeah, great lead up. Um, and in terms of the the track athletes, we've got quite a few. Peter Bowl, obviously, everyone in Australia knows Peter yeah. Bowl in the eight hundred. I think he just came off a disappointing uh, performance, uh, and I think believe he said that so himself from the World Athletic Championships. So he's, got, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He came fourth at Tokyo. Um, yeah. Probably one of the most. Beloved athletes, I think, yep. from an Australian point of view, uh, and what he did. Uh, Rowan Browning, who Love Rowan Browning. who was very close to qualifying for the hundred meter final, and just came out of nowhere and genuinely quick. Mm. You know, yeah, like just um, super exciting to watch. And he's only young too; big future. Yep, big future. And uh, a wonderful Muley. Yep, uh, and then also we have got two high jump, which we could we really could be going one and two. Yep. Um, so we've got Nicola Oschlagers, um, who won. Now, lot, now, Nicola is famous. I remember at the Olympics, she had like a She was the journal. journal. Yeah. So she was the one who, so she writes She writes down, I guess, how she, I actually don't know. I think she writes down like her competitors' scores, but then I think she also writes down like. like how she. How she went. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, that's. I love a little bit of a quirk. Yeah, and then quirky. like before she um before she jumps, she sort of like claps and then kind yeah. of looks like she's in pain and then just sort yeah. of screams. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. It's good stuff. You absolutely love that. Um, also in the high jump, Eleanor Patterson, who just won the gold at the World Athletics. So yeah, look, uh, definitely could go one or two then. 
Oh, honestly, in, and then obviously you've got the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos were obviously yep. up there with the best in the world. Yep. Um, we're the best cricket nation in the world, men's and women's. So yeah, well, Actually, the women's T20 uh, will be a great um, little preview to the women's, uh, the ICC T20 Women's um, World Cup being played in South Africa in February. Didn't we just win that? We won it last year, as did the men's. So the men's T20 yep. World Cup is in Australia starting in October. How often do they play the World Cup? Well, I'm going to say every year. Really? Yeah. So I thought no, this was like every four years. No, no. So the um, men's ICC men's T20 World Cup, um, live and exclusive, every ball, no ad breaks during play will be on Fox Cricket. I'm, ble- um, I'm bleeping that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not letting that stand <laughs> until I see a check. All right, hang on. Uh, uh, so that's that starts uh, mid October, um, and the women's one is sort of bookmarks the summer uh, in February in South Africa. So yeah, played. Look, I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know if it. I hope it's not every year. That feels like maybe sort feels of like slaughtering the every golden two, goose. Yeah, um, every two years it'd be fine. I guess. Yeah, even that's pushing it. Yeah, so, no, we did, we, we, you, you are right, we did just recently. Well, we're, we're defending champions. We're, Last uh, two. Yeah, but both men and women are defending uh, champions in the World Cup. So, but yeah, it will be a nice little precursor to this Com Games to see where our women are at. I think Lise Perry's under a bit of a, like I think her back's a bit knackered. Yeah, she is in the squad. Yeah, I did look at the so squads today. It'll be interesting to see how they handle her and how they use her, actually. Yeah, no, it, it will be interesting and... Um, I, I know it is a bit of a drop-off compared to Olympics. There's obviously a drop-off in terms of uh, the competition. There's also a drop-off in terms of the sheer number of sports. But in my opinion, there is nothing better in the Olympics than the swimming. Yeah. The swimming week is my favourite week. Like, I, yep. I don't get that. It's because we're generally you – know, we bat above our average in swimming as in a nation and so it becomes a bit more enjoyable or is it just you just love it? I think we just are both. Yeah. Column A B, yep. please. Um but I think I think as a as a nation we bat above just we just literally bat above. Like for everything. Yeah, true. Hundred percent. Population wise. Like population wise, like what we what we uh I mean, especially what we do on the in terms of golf. Yeah. Like not only do we have like the best golf courses, and that's not even just me saying that. That is everyone who comes out, all the like American guys when they come in here, they say Everyone says like Royal Melbourne. It's like, man, I just Kingston went around. Heath. I just went around at Bandura Golf Course. Bandura, sensational. Yeah, <laughs> Bandura, Bandura, Bandura Links. <laughs> Royal Bandura. Yeah, Royal Bandura. Yeah, old, uh, young old Ivano. <laughs> I think, yeah, as a, as a nation, in terms of what we do sporting wise, it's you can't argue that we we don't we don't kick. Yeah, but we, we definitely kick further than yeah, the ball should go. <laughs> That's a great enough. I couldn't have said it any better. Um, yeah, so no, swimming is super enjoyable. Um, but th- as I said, events like the women's T Twenty events, where the and like the netball, where it's like the best of nations in the world are in the Commonwealth. Yeah, they're the ones that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, in particular. Is there anything? Is there any particular athlete? I reckon you mentioned him, Rowan Browning. I just want to see whether. Mm. Um, what he did in the Olympic Games was a fluke outlier, outlier, yes. Or whether it was a, um, or whether he's like he's ramping up in twenty four mm. Olympics in Paris, he's gonna 
make the final because an Australian in the one hundred meter final would be unbelievable. Yeah, who was the last one? Was it Matt Shervington? I don't think he ever made an Olympic final. Really? No. Imagine Matt no. Shervington running down there with his kickstand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that had to. That had to. I mean, it had to be a hindrance, right? I mean, yeah. it had to take at least zero point. Yeah. a couple of seconds off his yeah, time. Absolutely. Um, that's what. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I agree. He's definitely one to watch for me. I know you didn't ask, but I'm just going to tell I was you anyway. To, uh, who, who who are you looking forward to seeing? Peter Boll, yeah. like uh, uh, fourth fourth at Tokyo. Um, we fell in love with him. Yeah. Obviously, he's not happy with. I think he became eighth in the the world championship race. Yeah. Um, which just went. I think his preparation was was good up until it, and just one of those things. So. That real chip, chip on his shoulder, because yep. um, he'd be, he'd definitely be expected. Like I, I don't oh, know, yeah, he'd be, but but there are, um, you know, quite a few of those African nations in the Commonwealth Games, yep. so it will be a challenge, absolutely. Yep. But I'd, I'd love to see him, uh, love to see him come back, win a medal. Uh, outside of that, the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos um, both had probably underwhelming uh, Olympic campaigns. Yep. Uh, the men's Men's won silver, um, but in sort of heartbreaking shootout to yeah. Argentina. I and could take a leave grass hockey, to be honest. Field uh, hockey. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit soccerish, but like less. Uh, yeah, I mean, I made state. To, I made state finals playing at Leiden Viewbank College, so so probably shows that. Yeah, yeah. Not that hard. I remember um, we. I remember we, we played Saint Helena. We knocked Saint Helena out, beating them four one. How many goals do you reckon I scored? Um, you're on the winning team. Uh, I was on the winning team. Yeah, four. Yeah, <laughs> keep the change. Um, but yeah, like Emma McKeon, as we mentioned, obviously. Yeah, and you know all those, um, all those female swimmers who are just in the oh. absolute peak of their powers. Peak of their powers. Kyle Chalmers would be an interesting one as well. I think yep. he probably um, didn't have a as good of an Olympic campaign as he probably would I think have. he came with a bit of a crook shoulder or he yeah. just come off, off a shoulder Rico or something. Yeah. It would be good to see, would be good to see him do well. Mac Horton as well. I'm, I'm just assuming that Mac Horton is in the squad, but um, maybe, maybe not. But um, I mean, he, he literally went from, from winning the gold for yeah. being the Olympic champion to, to not qualifying for it. Yeah, so, so, and, and not, not out of uh, like he, his form dropped. Yep. Like so, it sort of just shows how good we are at swimming. So yeah, exactly, I'm assuming he's in the squad. Allegedly, um, would like to see him do well. Allegedly, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, very excited for it. Uh, we probably won't do a, a recap of it. We might. Well, I think we might. We'll, I think we'll recap like any big any moments. Big, big, you know, big talking points. We, yeah. I mean, it'll probably be included in the um, the late news with Sandra Sully. Yeah, absolutely. But there you go. Good luck to everyone from Australia. Um, everyone from England. Not going to wish you any luck. No, you've, you've got home field advantage in the beautiful Birmingham. I feel like Birmingham would be just a miserable place, like from an actual like viewing spe- spectacle. Like it would just be crap. Look, I'll um, I'll keep my opinion until I see the the stands, the grandstands, and see what they've brought to the table. Yeah, you know when you you really know a place is is just a dump is when you see the rowing. 
because because you because <laughs> you in water pollution. Or? No, well, well, one one from the color of the water, yeah, yeah. but because you get like a five kilometer stretch, yeah. and you like you, you judge an entire city and an entire country based on yeah. what you so it see. Starts well, and then the set they run out of yeah. set build, and it turns Running. into like the the back. Yeah, box it's like much. like the Beijing games where they had the the the, the snowboard like. The snowboard long jump. I don't know. That's definitely not what it's called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That. But it had the the power plants, yeah, the sewage yeah. plants, kind of things just yeah. in the background. You're like, like tilt down, tilt down. Yeah, <laughs> 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 not good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Good luck to everyone, and uh, hopefully we 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 bring home some uh, a lot of gold. Yep, more gold than they brought home at Adak Island. <laughs> Spoiler exactly. alert. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, this is this will probably be the last episode we do before um, AFL finals time. Um, uh, it could it could well be. Could well, well be. be yeah. We may do something beforehand. We may not. Well, we're unpre- if I mean, if you know anything about us, it's the unpredictability. We're wildly who knows. We're wildly unproductive. Two jokers in the pack, to, which you never want. No, <laughs> you need a joker and a thief in the night, not two jokers in yeah, the pack in the yeah, night. Exactly. That's not a song. No, <laughs> shout out for a to, reason. Yeah, absolutely. Wonder where that um, went. But if we, but yeah, regardless, our finals preview It'd is going to be meaty. Yeah, it, like um, if you thought our season launch was big, yeah, and it uh, was, it was big. Uh, like this just, is yeah, just yeah, it'll blow it out the water. Yep. So um, stand by for that. But look, in terms of um, you know, we're we're towards the. This is where the teams who win premierships. Uh, f- start to fly, yes, and really make their charge. So, who are you seeing as that team at the moment? So, I think I'd text you saying Geelong, Geelong have to be favourites now. Yeah. yeah, which which I think they I think they des- they deserve. Look, it seems obvious because they've won t- nine in a row at this point of time, maybe ten, yeah. um, and. Um, they're on top of the ladder, but it's just the way they're playing. Mm. It's the way their groups come together. They looked old and slow when they got destroyed by the demons in that prelim last year. Yeah, but they just their mix is different now, and mm-hmm. they don't look old and slow, or they they're able to use your Selwoods in a different position and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. they are clearly the team to beat for mine as well. Yeah, and and I think that's the we said. We've said before, Melbourne on their day, no one's touching them. I yep. still believe that. Yep. We also said Melbourne losing was necessary so they could reset, work yep. some things out. They have not played good they haven't, football. They haven't worked it out. No. They have been picked apart. I think teams are onto them. I think they're going to – yeah, their next month's going to be super interesting to see whether they can get their shit together. Yeah. Um, um, and now, look, I don't want to um, turn into the Collingwood show or, you know – Spruik him up too much, um, but team of destiny? Question mark. Well, I mean, our percentage is a massive liability. Like mm. you know, winning all those games by the, that margin is as fun as and as um, stressful on my um, heart as it is. Though that percentage is diabolical. So it's only going to take one or two losses for us to be in the bottom four of the eight. Mm. But what's that? What's that saying? You know, a good percentage is as, as good as a win. It really is. It really is. Um, so, but keep riding that wave until the bubble bursts, if it if it bursts. But um, you know, as I mentioned, I love Fly McRae. You do, um, and who knows what's going to happen? But I, and it's like we talked about last time, the race. If 
for that second grand final spot is wide open. Yeah, really. no, it well, is. for both now, really. Who, who who are your, let's let's rank. So obviously we've just said Geelong's one. For that yeah. second spot, give me your the four teams that you have in order. Um, I would go Sydney second at the moment as yeah. we're talking. I would go Geelong, Sydney. I'd have Melbourne third. And then I'm just going to say Collingwood fourth because we've, we've won nine in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think that's fair. Um, yeah. And then like Carlton, Fremantle are quite inconsistent at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brisbane. <sighs> Maybe about Brisbane. Yeah. Like I mean, they're still in the top four. They're doing enough. Chris Fagan makes the same five changes every week. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Fort gonna, will go out and one of the Berry brothers will go out and then the next week they'll come back in. Yeah. Well, like, go- I'm t- watch them Thursday. Oh, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm on to him. And, I mean, if anyone's got a massive finals, that's Brisbane. Like, they've been, they're one and six in finals under Fagan. Mm-hmm. If they go one and eight, you've you got to ask the question about I think whether, so. whether it's um, time. time to cut the cord because that's a pattern. Uh, there's a famous show, Wife Swap. What about coach swap? Okay. So the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs in Brisbane, if they have unsuccessful ends to the season, would it make sense to do a little coach swap? I'm all for coach swaps. Mm. I'm, I, I think we, in the AFL as an industry, hang on to coaches that don't are clearly aren't working for too long. Yeah, but you can blame Damien Hardwick for that. Yeah, well, yeah, look, and Bomber Thompson to an extent as well. He was almost gone, and then they did the review, and he stayed. Yeah, um, even Bucks in twenty eighteen, but um, look, I like, personally, and I, I have no knowledge of this, and I, I may end up looking like an idiot, but I don't say allegedly. Um, I just don't feel like Ben Rutten is good. Is is going to get bombers where they want to go? No, I agree. You know, and it feels it feels a little bit obvious to me mm. now, and so it's like. If it ends up happening in three years' time, have they wasted two years? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I think sometimes, sometimes teams just need to make that hard decision straight away. And it's and same with like one's long like Hardwick's longevity and Adam Simpson. Like, <clears throat> are they going to take him to another flag? You think of someone else who's um, been probably, coaching for probably, a long time? Probably it would be Ken Hinckley. Oh, okay, um, sure, yeah, I can see that happening. I have I have heard that Ooh. the natives in Adelaide. Uh, super <laughs> restless about allegedly, yeah. About Matthew Nix, yeah. Um, and they and they are a club that demands high standards. Adelaide, Adelaide Crows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they like they do yeah. not tolerate. Like, you know, they've got a, a low threshold, and they're a super powerful and successful club. And so, I wouldn't be surprised if they're. Yeah, starting to get itchy feet as well. I think they will too. The the way he's handled the Matt Crouch thing has been Weird. a real. So weird. Like, so for those who are not sure, Matt Crouch, uh, supreme ball winner. All Australian back All in Australian, 2017. Got dropped. Had like 42, 41 in the sandfall. Just pig numbers in the sandfall. Pig numbers. Came back in, had like 28. Yeah. And got dropped. And yep. he basically blamed him for the loss. He literally said, he goes, when he's in our side... Our whole demographic and our whole team, team. makeup is off. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, if there's, if there's something, is not, yeah, I know it's a it's a massive a midfielder slide. who just gets like thirty touches is ruining your team. Yeah, well, I mean, it dep- he might not be doing the defensive um, running that he is required, but regardless, you don't blame a single player. No, and especially not a player who's actually played well. In my, I watched that game. Yeah, um, played well in my opinion. Did yeah. not deserve to get dropped. So. Yeah, I could see him getting sacked. I could see Ken Hinckley getting sacked. Yeah, I just think hey, under the surface there might be more going on than we mm. think. Yeah. Um, my my top four, if you're yep. curious. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I agree. I have Sydney. So I have Sydney, Melbourne, Fremantle, Brisbane. I'm still a believer. Below Geelong, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so Geelong yeah. is number one. Yeah. And then that's the – Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, you're not going to get any Collingwood love from me. That's okay. I don't want it. Yeah. You can fly under the radar. Don't need it. That's fine. Got enough of it. I still, I'm still bullish on Fremantle. Yeah. Yeah. It, they, you know what, you know what they're missing? They're missing that. They're Luke, missing that real. Luke Jackson. Yeah. They're missing that real contested marking pig forward. Well, it's not him. But anyway. No, no, I'm saying, but they're, that's what yeah, they're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tabernar is. So are they chasing the wrong? So they shouldn't be chasing Luke Jackson. Should they be chasing? But the thing is, who, who, who's, who can they, who can they get? Yeah, they're not, they're not a diamond dozen out there. Obviously, they don't forwards. grow on trees. And then when they should do, should they be chasing your boy Jake Riccardi? No, <laughs> <laughs> that is not what they need. No, um, but they, they do genuinely need that. Like well, you know, what they need. They need a Charlie Dixon. Yeah, or they need. Uh, fit Fife, who can, who's prepared yeah. to play because he is a great overhead mark. Who's prepared to he's, sacrifice his game and just go? I am a full time midfielder for the rest of this season. I know he's injured now, but yeah, that's what it feels like they needed someone really strong overhead who can just take your second best defender, uh, which is what he would have been. Yeah, so I'm not giving up on Frio Heave Ho. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on Brisbane. Purely just because of the gap no, factor. Not, yeah, I'm definitely not giving up to them. I just think massive finals. This one is so big for them. Of all yeah. the teams in there, if they lose their first, if they they finish top four, if they lose their first one, oh. yeah. But the thing is, like, I just can't see them. So let's say they they finish top four, right? Let's say they finish third. Yeah. So they lose the first final. So just say they. So first final is them playing Melbourne at the MCG. Do they yeah. win that? No. Okay, so their second final is at the Gabba. Say. Maybe against the cult. They win that. Okay. They don't and so and so that's why like you're in a prelim. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it's like, anything can happen in a prelim. Anything can happen in a prelim, anything can happen in a grand finals, Port Adelaide found out in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Like anything. One minute Warren Trudeau's on the phone, next minute what happened? Shulect. He's on the phone again. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's why I can't completely write off Brisbane. Yeah. Like their forward line is like you know, freakish when fully firing. Yep. Um, I don't think Daniel McStay should be in the side, if I'm being honest, from a team balance point of view. Yeah, it's interesting. I know all the talks him at Collingwood, and I know there's a lot of this – is, now, this is a conversation we had on text as well um, prior to the show um, about disclosing player salary Yeah, and the pros and cons to it. So someone like Daniel McStay, right? Now, at the moment, there's a lot of rumours he's going to Collingwood mm-hmm. on a bloated number. People might be calling it 600 or whatever. It now, would, there's no way that's accurate. Exactly, but yeah. the, that's the perception. And so yeah. already you've got Collingwood supporters, and I, and this could be any club, but Collingwood probably a little bit more um, 
you know, vocal than others. But you've got Collingwood supporters like, we don't want Daniel McStay at Collingwood on 600. This is rubbish. Now, he might be on 350. He just wants to come home. He might be on 400 at, mm. the, you know, at most. But because no one knows his salary, yeah. the pressure that's going to be on him, or, but like, he hasn't even stepped into the club yet and people are already potting him. It's like yeah. rather than supporting a new recruit, it's already that question mark yeah. on he's getting paid too much, we don't need him. Mm. But if the salaries are out there in common knowledge and you go, oh, actually, McStay on 350 is a fucking bargain. Yeah, which is funny because I feel like the biggest argument for not disclosing player salaries is that same reason is that AFLPA probably don't want players' salaries known so that they can already um, – the issue that we're already having with um, players getting abused online for whatever reason, mainly because of gambling, now if you know that – if I know you're on 450 and you're having like four kicks, I can be like, hey, Tim, you're shit. You're, mm. you're getting 100 grand per kick. Yeah. But it's also when the, the way these numbers are so wildly inflated. Yeah, like, they, I feel like guesswork. I feel like Luke Jackson has has been has gone from a contract offer which started at five hundred to now he's with the highest paid player in AFL history. Yeah, he's so, on. And he's like, getting offered like two, almost two million a year. This managers must piss themselves laughing at all these numbers that get thrown around because it's guesswork. And yeah. you, you know you can't you can't give someone thirty percent of your cap. Mm. Well, you no, just, you just can't do it. Yeah, so, and it doesn't, and it, it makes no sense for Freeman to do. It. That's why I don't believe no, exactly. So, I, so yeah, you're right. It's, it's an interesting debate and um, conversation as to disclose or not disclose, pros and cons to it. Mm. I think both sides probably have their, you know, social trolling, mental health issues around it. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of the other leagues around the world do it. Yeah. Um, I, all, all, the, all the American sports, and I know yeah. a lot of people don't want the AFL to go into the American model, just it is. It's already moving, and it, it's just we'll, we're we're basically picking and choosing which parts of it we want now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to get there. Like whether we like it or not, that's just the AFL has a massive hard on for that model. Yeah, because so, of the, because it's because of the TV rights money. Yeah, look, um, yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting one. Um, whether we ever get there, disclosing salary, we'll wait and see. I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I could go go with it or without it it wouldn't make any difference to me but um yeah i do find it interesting how different it probably is uh from the yeah it'd be fascinating to go oh my god he was on so much less or mm. so much more than i thought yeah but yeah no it, it, interesting um finish it it it's been a weird season yeah it's wide open as i say it, it's very wide you know, open and you know what the the elephant in the room is to me is COVID still. It, yeah, it is. It, it may be the yeah. team who is the healthiest. AFL is shitting themselves. The team who is the healthiest wins. It may just be as simple as that. Mm. And in that regard, it's like, well, Geelong's a regional town. They probably they may not be as exposed to it as others. Are they in a box seat? Mm. Um, teams like Brisbane or Sydney who have to travel in finals, uh, you know, are they more At exposed? Risk. I know they get chartered flights, but like mm. still... I do, I do know, and I'm not going to reveal the team. I do know that there are AFL teams who are bunkering, already bunkering down and restricting player movements. Yeah, in yeah. anticipation of that. Yeah, I think it's smart, um, but it's also you know um, hard when you've got 
19-year-old kids who want to live their life and maybe don't see Anyone. The, maybe or, don't maybe don't see the forest through the trees in terms of maybe this is my one chance of playing in a flag. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, no, it, it'd be interesting to see what goes here, but I think one thing we can be certain on Port Adelaide we're featuring. No, Port Adelaide uh see you later. Ta ta. Which hurts. But in a way it's kind of good to have it over. Yeah, well, if, you, yeah, if you're not going to win it, you may as well know early, eh? That's it. Um, anything else you wanted to... Uh, look, um, shop early. Why is that? Rush. Oh, to avoid the rush. Ah, just go back to the start of the year. <laughs> <laughs> just loop it. Uh, no, nah. it's, uh, always a pleasure, never a chore. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Always appreciate it. And um, stay tuned for the huge, huge finals like yeah, it's it's, it's literally mouth watering. Yeah, will be. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna blow your socks mm. off. I'm not saying a natural disaster, but maybe it's it could well be. Could well be. Anyway, peace and love and all the above. You guys ready to do this? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, fans around the world. We welcome you to this historic event. Historic because. We've seen boys become men, men become leaders, and leaders become legends.